0: You're listening to Straight Notation on Docs by Nature.
1: No, I, to be honest with you,
0: last year doesn't matter. Um, you know, they're a great team. Uh, and, and for the last part of that season, if you're counting about that, then, I mean, they were on a roll. So it's a new year, new personnel, new coaching staff for us. So it's a clean slate on our minds.
1: Now, here's your host, My Dad, Bologna Seven.
0: My Dogs by Nature family, I hope this transmission finds you well. My name is Thelonious7 and you're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature Radio. Just a handful of days remain until football finds its way into our fall and we kick off a 1 p.m. affair at the bank inside the Crab Cake Capital in a game with no scheduled fans in attendance. This 2020 season has been a season like no other, so to help us get ready for this contest, I reached out to Engraven Vids, who makes his third appearance to the Straight No Chaser Studios as a representative of the hashtag flock. Engraven Vids is a fair-minded YouTuber who produces some of the most authentic Ravens content around. He's certainly busy with this show, so we appreciate him taking his time to share with us here on Dogs by Nature Radio.
1: Hey, what's going on? I, I do appreciate you having me on again. Um, thank you for that. Uh, my, my name, I'm Vids. Uh My YouTube channel is engravenvids uh, It's just a channel where we talk football, where we talk all teams. I'm a big, huge, huge, huge Ravens fan, but we talk about everybody on there, and all fans of all teams are welcome. Um, it is Team Keep It Clean, meaning it's a family-friendly channel. It's for everybody. Like I said, everybody's welcome. Everybody can take part. Uh, of the questions that we do, of the videos, very interactive, it's very, um, just, can I call it user friendly? Even though for YouTube you're just clicking on buttons and watching. But, um, no, I, I, I do, I, I got a lot of love for everybody that supports, man. Um, and, and we have a lot of fun on there. We do live streams, we do, gonna be doing post game streams. Uh, it's, it's just a lot of fun, man. So everybody's welcome. And I, again, thank you for having me on.
0: Bro, I've been following you for three years, so it's great to see your continued success. I always love to see hustle like yours rewarded. Kind of wish we could do something about that hideous purple decor in the background. That's probably non-negotiable, so let's just get into it. So, what do you think the game is going to be like without
1: fans? How was the preseason period for you? The preseason for me, um, it well, obviously we didn't have a preseason, so it, it was very different. Uh, everything that we saw was very limited we didn't really get to get much information um, on different players and whatnot, especially the young guys and it kind of scares me and it scared me for them especially a lot of the undrafted rookie free agents and we saw through a lot of different teams how a lot less of them made it than normally would have Um, and me being a Ravens fan they always have at least one undrafted rookie free agent make the team every year and I think this year uh, I don't think they had any Um, I could be mistaken on that, but I don't believe they had any. Um, And as far as the games, how the games will be with no fans, it's going to be different. It's going to be way different. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to go NBA style and try to incorporate crowd noise. I know they said they were talking about that, Um, but it's going to be different. But I think that we are still going to get a good product of football. Now, of course, the fans being there is just a completely different atmosphere. It makes it a lot more fun just hearing the crowd get get cheer or hearing the crowd boo or whatnot. But so we're gonna miss that. We're gonna miss that a lot. And of course, some some teams are gonna have their fans in the stadium, but a, a select amount. Um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be far different than any uh, NFL season that we've ever seen. Uh, and as far as with the Ravens, they they're not gonna have fans initially. They're not going to have fans initially. They said that they will look into it uh, as the season continues. But initially, for the first part of the season, there will be no fans for the Ravens.
0: Hearing you talk about no fans in attendance reminds me of a clip from Matt O'Leary from the Jets Jets podcast. Yeah, the one thing I don't like about the NFL's new normal right now is that some teams are allowed to have fans and others aren't. I think it should be uniform. I don't think there should be fans in the stands this year because too many teams aren't having them. So I I think it should be league-wide the same thing. It's getting harder and harder for me to reconcile this point. I've praised our ownership group for being very active and working with legislators to make sure that there was a safe way to have fans in attendance for the Browns games. And as of today, 6,000 or just under 10% are scheduled for the home opener as the Queen City Kitties make their way to the shores of Lake Erie for a Thursday night affair. I'm very curious to hear how people will talk about this kind of thing going into next week's games. All right, so next question. Uh, Does J.K. Dobbins have a steady role in the rotation? How much do you think this offense will rely on the
1: ground attack for J.K. Dobbins, it, it really hasn't been established the type of role that he's going to have. I know Coach Harbaugh did say that he will have a uh, significant role on the team, but with no preseason and having not well, without having seen a game, we won't know exactly what kind of role he'll have. Um, I do expect him to have a significant role and for him to be a uh, a, a weekly contributor to the team. Um, both in the running game and in the pass-catching game, too. I expect them to get J.K. Dobbins heavily involved because you don't just use a second-round pick on a running back for for nothing. You, you just don't do that. Um, and as far as this offense and, and how much they'll rely on the ground attack, I, I think they, they will rely on the ground attack, but... So far, it's looking like they may actually start to try to air it out a little bit more. Uh, and one of the telling signs of that, and it's still to be determined because we don't know what the, uh, the week one roster is officially going to be yet. But one of the telling signs is the fact that they only kept two tight ends. Normally, the Ravens will keep three tight ends, but they only kept two tight ends for now. I think that is still going to change. But they, that could show that they are really uh, going to have Lamar look to air it out to the receivers and rely on the receivers more. Uh, than the tight ends going forward this season.
0: Really hope Lamar Jackson doesn't gain the superpower of downfield efficiency in the passing game. I'm pretty sure that would break the NFL. But just how do you rank the 2020 quarterbacks in the AFC North? Is that how you think the teams are going to finish at the year's end? I'm curious to hear what you think about Joe Burrow. Is he going to make the Bengals formidable in the
1: near future? As far as ranking the quarterbacks in the AFC North... Um, if we're talking as far as uh, overall in their entire careers, you obviously got to put Big Ben at number one. It would be Big Ben, uh, Lamar, and then Baker Mayfield, and then, of course, Joe Burrow since this is uh, the beginning of his career. But if we're talking like right here, right now, just based off of last year and, and, and the here and the now, then you have to put Lamar Jackson uh, at, at number one. Uh, and then so Lamar, Big Ben... Baker and then Joe Burrow. And is that how I see them finishing out the season in the division for the AFC North? I do. I do. Um I do think Big Ben, uh he was the only reason that the Steelers didn't make the playoffs last year. Uh, so I think uh, with him being back, I think they're definitely going to make the playoffs this year. And especially with the the AFC and the NFC both having one extra playoff team per conference. I don't like the rule, but it is the rule. So it is what it is. Um, and, but they already had a really good defense and they still have a really good defense. But now they have a much better quarterback than they had last year and a starting quarterback, a Super Bowl quarterback then that's going to make them that much better of a team. But the Ravens, they had some success with their quarterback last year, too. Uh, and they were able to get to 14-2. And, um, and And so I, I think that they are going to end up getting in the division. So I think it's going to be Ravens, Steelers, Browns, Bengals. But they are, they could always be surprised in the AFC North, as we always know. So that's, of course, a subject to change. As far as Burrow. Burrow, I, um, I'm excited to see Burrow. One thing with Burrow that I noticed with the Bengals, they are putting him in a position to be successful. They, of course, just re-signed Joe Mixon to, to the deal. They brought back A.J. Green. They drafted T. Higgins. Still have John Ross. Uh, still have Tyler Boyd. Still have Auden Tate. So they, they gave him a lot of weapons and a lot of quality weapons and guys that can really make stuff happen. Um, so he, he's in a position. now. If, the biggest question now is the offensive line. If the offensive line can hold up, then they could be dangerous. Now I, I do expect them to be more of a dangerous team next year, but this year they could they could sneak, sneak up on some people. Uh, but I got my eyes on Burrow, so I, I'm looking to, I'm looking forward to see what he can do. I look at Joe Burrow this year
0: like I looked at Lamar Jackson last year. I'm excited to get a look at him early. I kind of feel that once he gets comfortable in the league that offense might be better than people think this year. The Bengals offense has a lot of potential. The Steelers defense is definitely going to be a threat this year. Well, where is this fan base? Do you think your biggest threat comes from inside or outside the AFC North?
1: The biggest threat, the way that this fan base feels right now, um, the biggest threat to the Ravens right now would definitely be the Chiefs. Now, I, I think a lot of people are sort of overlooking the Steelers because of last year, so we got to make sure they don't do that. We've got to make sure that uh, people don't overlook the Steelers because they're right there too, and Browns, hey, they can make some noise as well, but a lot of Ravens, most Ravens fans, they look at the Chiefs because the Chiefs are the team who we just have not been able to beat yet. Uh, We played them in Lamar's rookie year, lost in overtime, played them last year, ended up losing by five uh, at the very end, and it was just, they just haven't been able to get over them. And, of course, with them being the Super Bowl champions right now, then that makes them an even bigger uh, opponent for the Ravens. So definitely the Chiefs, but the Steelers as well cannot sleep on them either. Well, this team goes as
0: Lamar Jackson goes. Do you think the league finally catches up with him this year, or do you think that Lamar Jackson earns back-to-back MVPs in this 2020 season?
1: As far as Lamar Jackson repeating as an MVP, he obviously has all the tools in the world to do it, um, and I don't think the league's caught up to him, uh, because I, I know a lot of people say, oh, well, there's there's game film on Lamar now, now he's gonna get slowed down, now he's not gonna be able to do what he did, because uh, everybody has his game film on him, but at the same time, uh, Lamar also has game film on them, because uh, a, a lot of people just get caught up in, in Lamar being stopped, Lamar being slowed down, oh, the teams are gonna they got all this tape on them now but they they make it like Lamar doesn't also watch film and like he's not analyzing and dissecting defenses as well so it's just as much as they're watching him he's watching them too so can he have another MVP season he can he can will he it's gonna be hard to top what he did it's gonna be hard to top what he did because It's tough. Like when you're at the top, the only place to go is down. But as far as Lamar Jackson, I think he will end up throwing more touchdowns this season because I think he's going to play more. Uh, But I I think he'll throw more touchdowns and more interceptions. I think he does have the potential for it to be an MVP-worthy season. Um, But we we just got to see about that consistency now, man. That's the name of the game is consistency.
0: So great to be joined in the studio by engraving bids of Team Keep It Clean. He can be found at Engraven Bids on Twitter. So, one more question before you get out of here: Do you think the Ravens are going to win this contest on September 13th? What do you see happening? And got a final score for us
1: oh, for this Ravens and Browns game? I think it's going to be close throughout, uh, but then I think in the second half that the Ravens are going to start to take off. Uh, one of the biggest reasons I feel that way is because the Ravens have something that the Browns are lacking right now and that's consistency on the coaching staff Ravens have the same offensive and defensive coordinators that they had last year uh, Browns have new everything with the the guy all the way up to a new GM uh, so Browns are sort of uh, starting fresh starting over so to speak and the Ravens are just continuing where they left off last year so I think that's a big advantage for the Ravens roster wise uh, Browns have a more talented offensive roster as a whole than the Ravens do. Of course, Ravens edge it out on quarterback, but as far as receivers, got to give that to the Browns. Uh, tight ends, uh, that that goes to the Ravens. Uh, but an offensive line goes to the Ravens. But wide receivers, that goes to the Browns. Running backs, uh, that probably goes to the Browns. Even though that's that's pretty close, that's pretty close. Um, but as far as defense, though, defense. Of course, they got Miles Garrett, who who is amazing at what he does, and. Um, Ravens are going to really have to do a lot of work to keep him out of the game. Uh, they have Denzel Ward, who he's amazing, too. Uh, I don't think Greedy Williams is going to be playing in this game because he's been banged up for a while now. Um, and as far as the safety, uh, they did trade for the uh, the safety from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, they also have Red Wine back there, too. But um, I think Ravens end up, end up taking this one. Uh, final score prediction. I'll say 34 to 20. Hopefully it's, it's a little wider than that, but I, I, I'll say 34 to 20. Um, and I think it's going to be a good one. Like I said, I think it's going to be close throughout the first half. Then I think in the second half, I think Ravens are going to find their groove and really just start to take off.
0: Well, I think you're going to learn a little bit about our tight end room this Sunday. I'm not quite sure why you think that Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards, and J.K. Dobbins to a room with two top five running backs. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> but in any case, once again, engraving bids, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here on Dogs by Nature Radio. A magnificent job as always. Any parting thoughts?
1: Hey, I, again, I, I thank you for having me on. I appreciate this a lot, man. This has uh, it's become our annual thing. So thank you for that. Shout out to you. I, I hope that uh, you just continue to have success uh, and I, I'm just sending a bunch of positive vibes your way, and, and I appreciate the opportunity uh, that sh- that you've given me with coming on your show. So thank you a lot for that. Uh, again, uh, if y'all want to check me out, you can. Uh, it's Engraven Vids. Uh, that is the name of the YouTube channel. All one word is I-N-G-R-A-V-E-N-V-I-D-S. Uh, and you could check me out on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Facebook, everything is engraving vids, all one word, all together. It's Team Keep It Clean. I appreciate it again. Thank you, and we out. Yet again, fantastic
0: job. Deeply appreciated, Team Keep It Clean. So with that, we'll put this one in the books. Stay tuned to Dogs by Nature Radio for the Sunday Morning Post. The Sunday Morning Post is your pre-pre-game downloadable podcast. It is truly the perfect way for a dog by nature to start a game day. Well, that was your dose of the straight truth. You've been listening to Straight No Chaser. I am your host, Galonia7, on Dogs by Nature Radio. Take care and go Browns.